Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. And happy Tuesday to you as we get rolling. And I have exciting news for, uh, well, really for everybody, especially our Red Raiders out there, as Joey McGuire, former Baylor coach, assistant coach, now the coach at Texas Tech, will join us about 4.30, all right? About 30 minutes from now, he'll hop on with us, and uh, that will be good. And if you're a Red Raider... And you've got a question for Joey. Hit us up on the CNC Collision Center text line. I just heard CNC. I heard uh, heard a heard an ad a little bit ago, and uh, boy, made me think of how much we enjoy CNC Collision and um, what they do for the community, and how much we love hearing from our folks on the hotline. Okay, so if you're a Texas Tech fan and you've got some kind of question for us, you never know. We might choose. One of your questions moving forward, Aaron. This is a uh, it's a unique opportunity uh, because the Bears and the and the Red Raiders are getting it on. Aaron, I believe you were about to graduate from high school. I would have been in my junior year of high school. The last time the Bears went out to Lubbock and got a win, and you say, "My gosh!" I mean, and yes, it's not great because it's like a ten game losing streak out there, but. For years, they played the game up in the Metroplex, okay? So it's not quite as bad as it sounds. But, uh, Aaron, we were in high school the last time the Bears went out there and got a win. Now, let's just go ahead and do our trivia question. What was the score of that game? All right, somebody ought to know this right off the top of their head. The uh, I saw Nelson Rue, Aaron, just the other day. I know you love schmaltzes. I love schmaltzes. The sandwich. What is the score? The last time the Bears went out to Lubbock and got a win. I mean, I I pretty much told you. You kind of know our ages. We're kind of getting into our 40s. Aaron's already entered another land. Uh, but we were in high school when it happened. What was the score of the game the last time the Bears won in Lubbock? All right, now don't start looking back at Baylor Tech games at at uh, at AT&T Stadium or in uh, uh, Cotton Bowl. None of those count. Okay, the Bears actually won the ten games that happened in the Metroplex between these two teams. The Bears went seven and three. All right, so Bears did okay there, and then all time. Bears have the lead. I think the all-time Tech Baylor is somewhere around. I saw this the other day, so I'm doing this by memory. It's like the Bears lead it 40-39-1. All right, but now all-time in Lubbock, the the Red Raiders have a 24-14 advantage. 
What was the score the last time the Bears went on the road and won in Lubbock? The first one on the text line, 254-662-1660, will win uh, two free sandwiches from Schmaltz's. I would get the Schmaltz. That's the easiest way to do it. It's a beautiful sandwich. Got everything. I do it without the olives. Sometimes I'll do it without the onions as well. But everything else on there is wonderful. I'll try to see if they've got some spicy mustard back in the back. If they don't, I just kind of put mustard, and then I do a twice-baked bread. I do a, I do my bread well done, like it toasted. And then t- certain times of the year, I'll do the artisan, the uh, jalapeno bread. When uh, Nelson Rue has that in, I will go with the jalapeno bread. Aaron, do we have, have you seen any correct answers come rolling in? The final score... The last time the Bears won in Lubbock. Has anything, uh, Aaron, have you started seeing some scores roll in? No correct answers yet. No, no, no. Really interesting. Should I help them out and tell them what year it was? I mean, I've kind of given them a general feel for it. I think it was, I mean, I, I don't think, I know. It was 1990. 1990 season. The Red Raiders took down the Bears. Okay, that's two free sandwiches at Schmaltz's. If you get this one right, and really, you've had enough time to Google now, so let's uh, let's uh, let's let's get our stuff in order. Okay, um, I did want to bring you up to date that um, the Cowboys have added a defensive lineman. Uh, and again, he will count $718,000 against the salary cap. You might say, well, what did they do? Who would they give up? What did they do? Well, they have acquired defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins. I remember this guy. I remember Jonathan Hankins, a uh, big old dude. Uh, and a 2024 seventh-round pick from the Las Vegas Raiders for a 2023 sixth-round pick. All right, so the Cowboys have now, uh, they've now jumped in there and uh, gotten Jonathan Hankins. And you say, well, why? Why do you think the Cowboys would do something like that? And it, it, big reason is, um, well, they're not real happy right now, even though they haven't totally admitted this. Neville Gallimore appeared to be a healthy scratch in that last game. Aaron, the top, uh, they face four top-ranked rush offenses in the coming weeks. Chicago is like at the top of the league right now, running the ball. Part of that's they're so bad at throwing it. Giants are way up there. Eagles are sixth. And the Jags, believe it or not, are ninth. All right? And um, that's interesting. And, and uh, so run defense will be... Uh, at a premium. Now, Dalvin Cook will be someone they face. Derrick Henry. Jonathan Taylor will be in the mix. So all those people we just mentioned, good teams with a running game, and then a couple of those we added, some big-time players, some of the better running backs in the league is what they're headed for. And um, Aaron, you're a guy that uh, studies all these things and remembers all this uh, uh, all, you know, a lot of because you you cover fantasy. Jonathan Hankins, 
does that name ring a bell to you? Because, hey, I kind of remember that name, and I'll just, I'll help you, by the way. 340 pounds. <laughs> yeah, he's a, uh, what was the expression that John Madden used to uh, use? Uh, like a trash can full of rocks. He's so immovable or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like a. They, I remember I heard Jeff Ireland use it on our station one time. It was like a trash can full of sand or that's something. That's it. That's it. Trash can full of sand. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just what they needed. Um, I think yeah. they pretty much got everything covered else covered on defense. I think Keith Jackson used to call them the big hog mollies or something like that. You ever do you ever go back on some of those classic games and hear Jackson do it? I mean, he was doing the when Texas won the national title against USC. Keith Jackson was doing that game. Uh, there's just not. There's just there'll never be a, a more iconic voice for uh, college football than Keith Jackson. He was just so great. Uh, I think back to him the other night. I was watching an old Baylor game, like somehow on YouTube, a Baylor game came up, and Keith Jackson was doing the game, and it just the game took on a different feeling when Keith Jackson was doing it. Did you see Aaron that 2023, the 40th anniversary of him calling his first Final Four? Um, Jim Nance is stepping aside at CBS now. Of course, he'll still do golf and still do. NFL, so he's not going anywhere. He's 63 years old. But he said he needed to be home with the kids a little more. Aaron, you know how old Jim Nance is? 63 years old. <laughs> Do you know how old his kids are, Aaron? I'm assuming he's pretty a, old. No, no. He, he's he got an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. Okay? So wow. Jim, Jim started over in life, and... Uh, with a kind of a second family situation. And, uh, I mean, I, that's not really fair. Not a second. You know what I mean? He got remarried and married someone uh, younger than him, and they have had an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And so he means it when he says he needs to stay home with the family. But most people, 63, you would go, wait, what do you mean? Stay home didn't with the he, family. Did, what are you talking about? did he mean about? to say grandkids? <laughs> that's right. No, these are his kids, okay? Aaron... I, don't, I won't get into that. I was just going to say, you still have still I was have just thinking the same thing. I was like, well, Jim Nance could do it. I guess I could, you know, there's still a possibility. Aaron, you're up to the task. Just got to find the find the right partner. Okay, Aaron, the um, – uh, so lots coming out about uh, – and then, of course, this is uh, – we're getting ready to celebrate um, the Emmett Smiths. You know, it's 20 years since he broke the all-time NFL rushing record. So that's kind of exciting. Emmett Smith apparently got a new tattoo um, last month. And uh, <clears throat> let's see, 18,355. I guess that was his amount of uh, yards. And by the way, if you add up those numbers, the 1, the 8, the 3, the 5, and the 5, what is that equal to, Aaron? 22 Emmett's number. Isn't that interesting? Um, interesting news also, sometimes Cowboys fans are really weird about, like, what uniforms they're going to wear. Cowboys will wear their Navy jerseys with silver pants Sunday against Chicago at home. 
That is not something they usually do at home on a non-holiday or non-primetime game. They're breaking out the Navy jerseys and the silver pants. Well, for years, people hated when they did it because they didn't like their record with the Navy jerseys. But, um, Aaron, you were a longtime Cowboys fan. What was your favorite combination? Was it just the home whites with the with the silver pants? I mean, that's kind of the, the most iconic look. What was always your favorite combination that the Cowboys would wear? Yeah, it was that, just the silver pants and the, and the white jersey. And I was one of those many, many people who every time I saw them in the blue uniforms, I was just like, ah, oh, here we go, we're going to lose. <laughs> I like that. Um, Jordan Lewis, by the way, is, uh, is out and uh, tough, tough deal. And, in fact, I, I, the uh, Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, you know, had some stuff to say about him. I thought that was really kind of cool. I mean, he – and then Mike McCarthy also. I don't know if we quite knew the leader and, and, and how much this team loved him, but he's now out with the uh, Liz Frank injury. And um, it's pretty uh, – it's pretty interesting. Mike McCarthy today called, or yesterday, called Jordan Lewis a, quote, keystone piece to the Cowboys and said he'll be missed. Um, and Jay Lewis is a valued member of our team. And then Dan Quinn got real aggressive with what he said. I mean, he, he was kind of dropping some expletives to describe how tough of a player and how much he means to the uh, – the Cowboys so uh tough they'll have to overcome that I'm wondering Aaron I'm sure you watched some of uh if not all of Monday Night Football and you gotta I I think you gotta the what Chicago did in New England New England had a weird quarterback thing They, they start Mac Jones then they bring Zappy in but but um uh, Belichick saying today that he would have brought, you know, he he probably would have brought Mac Jones back or something. I mean, if, if the game had been closer, I, I I think there's a lot of weirdness going on with the Patriots right now. And part of it's because just Mac Jones is not getting it done. And, and Zappi actually came in and I, I think they scored 14 points pretty much immediately. Now, they they just got blown off the field. And I don't, I, I still don't think Chicago's a great team, but I do think Cowboys fans, after watching that last night, probably have a little bit more respect and a little bit more discomfort thinking about that game on Sunday. Aaron, that was not a dominant performance against the Detroit Lions. 24 6 might suggest that, but it was not like some kind of great performance. In fact, it took an incredible play by Micah Parsons to keep a player out of the end zone to keep the uh, Lions from from getting in front, from from getting it to, I guess it would have been 13-10 to 10 if they had scored that touchdown. Aaron, in watching the Bears last night, in watching how they run the football, again, I, I don't think we're we, – we, nobody's saying they've got the greatest quarterback in the world, but they do have – a huge commitment to the run game. 
Do you? I mean, I, I, I would think the Cowboys need to worry a little bit because I, I still don't think the Cowboys' offense is firing on all cylinders. Even with Dak back, and maybe he'll be better this week, but knowing they want to win with defense, um, this this um, defense in the past, over the last year, year and a half, has given up some big running days. Again, this Chicago team is very committed on the run. They got that little guy, Aaron, that runs for them that uh, was at uh, was he at Iowa State or the tiny little guy that was such a great back in college. This is a formidable bunch. Did you watch that game, Aaron, last night and, and come away with a little more respect for this Chicago Bears unit? No, I don't think New England's very good. <laughs> I, I really, I, they're... It, it, they're like the Falcons. They throw the ball about 15 to 20 times a game. If you can't beat a team that throws the ball that little, then you probably need to find something else to do. Uh, they should be – it's nothing against Justin Fields. I think that they actually did a terrible job of getting him weapons in the offseason, and I don't think they do a great job of play calling to kind of get the most out of his abilities – that being said, his running and their running game is their main weapons, and you should be able to shut that down and make them try to beat you with the pass, which they haven't been able to do this year. Their defense is pretty good, though. Yeah, the defense is good, and and they'll they'll turn you over. And I I, I don't the Cowboys I think can have some issues against the run. Didn't really crop up against Detroit too much. Detroit was missing. It's top back, but they're going to face some really good running teams and some really good running backs coming up. Okay, as you get your Christmas list, you start thinking about what you're going to get your uh, your loved ones. Let me help you with a sports gift. Aaron, I'm going to help you in the uh, book department, okay? You may have some people in your family. Aaron, you've got a lot of siblings, and some of them are way into sports like you. Got a new book that uh, uh, is uh, written with an uh, old sports writing buddy of mine named Dave Hyde. It's called Swagger, and it's Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson writes it with the sports writer, Dave Hyde, who's been with the Sun Sentinel out there in Florida for a long time. And um, I'm looking at it. It looks like he's got his Cowboys championship rings on, along with probably this has to be his college ring. And Jimmy has one of those just extremely intimidating looks on his face. Uh, Aaron, does that interest you? A book uh, by Jimmy Johnson, Super Bowls, Brass Balls, and Footballs, a memoir where Jimmy opens up about a lot of things, and you know there's going to be stuff about what happened with Jerry, and then also apparently our old friend Ed Werder's name shows up quite a bit in this book. Any, any interest in that, Aaron? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be reading that book. I, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Johnson. He was, I would, I would say, probably ninety percent responsible for the three Cowboys titles in the '90, if not more. And uh, I really want to hear what he says, especially about Jerry Jones, who I'm not a fan of. If you, if you're a new listener, <laughs> I thought you were. Uh, I thought you were about to say he was the greatest coach in Cowboys history, and I thought we oh, would no, have a revolt. No, no, no. You know, with no, St. Tom, no, no, no. St. Tom looking down on all of us right now as uh, 
as uh, and, and hopefully listening to the uh, the Matt Mosley show. Uh, Aaron, by the way, did I say enough yesterday? That university win was so exciting. I've been, um, I've been, been uh, you know Kent Laster, the uh, coach over. There. I've been texting with him today. That that is that is really got me all excited. That university, Waco University, as they're known outside of Waco, other places across the state. I mean that that is a team. Lark was telling me this earlier today that. Uh, like, it was like, you got to go back. He was even telling me who they played in by district. Let me see if I can find this. Lark. Well, Kent Laster. I like him. He's got some Metroplex ties. I even think he might have some ties to Lake Highlands, one of my favorite places in the country. Uh, but it is so cool to see that team break through. And last year, winless. They kept chopping wood, as he said. And they got the thing done. All right. Um yeah, it was uh, – all right, well, got some really cool news for you. Joey McGuire, the head football coach uh, for the Texas Tech Red Raiders, joins us next. This is Dallas Cowboys football, football. 2022. And in motion, Lamb under center rush, handoff, Elliott, big hole. Only heard here. here. To the five, touch left for the pylon. All season. Walk the dog. Touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott. Sunday afternoon. It's your Cowboys and the Chicago Bears. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Bears, Sunday morning at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession, with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman, Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. It's fall, pumpkin spices everywhere, and football is back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. 
Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away. Located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Chicago's three interception led the Bears over the Patriots 33-14 on Monday Night Football. Indianapolis Colts are promoting former Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger to starting quarterback for Sunday's game against the Commanders with Matt Ryan out for the season. Texas A&M has lost three of its offensive linemen for the season. Dallas Stars lost to Ottawa last night 4-2. Stars with a back-to-back tonight 
in Boston. Puck drops at 6 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks are at New Orleans tonight. Tip is at 6.30. UMHB's Jerry Day has been named the ASC Offensive Player of the Week after catching seven passes for 150 yards and two touchdowns against Sol Ross. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon Show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, it's Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Joey McGuire now joining us, Texas Tech head football coach. Joey, I've been looking forward to this. It's Baylor week. I mean, last week, last one was weird because you weren't quite, you know, the official head coach. You were, but you weren't. You weren't on the sideline. Now you are. I mean, are you in the mood to sort of give me one of those Ric Flair woohoo type <laughs> situations, or is it a little early in the week for something like that? Uh, it's early in the week, man. We're just uh, <laughs> we had practice this morning and and uh, just trying to trying to find a way to to uh, beat those Baylor Bears, man. They're a really really good football team. Well, you're and you're a good football team too. Now think back to your SWC fandom over the years. I was thinking about this today. Your when you were a kid, who were your favorite Texas Tech and Baylor players? When you think about this rivalry. And I jotted down a couple. I can throw mine out. But I heard you recently on a podcast talking about your love of the SWC. And, I, you know, I love it, too. We're about the same age. But when right. you think back over this rivalry uh, and think back to when you were a kid and loving the SWC, are there any, are there any Red Raiders or Bears that kind of come to mind for you? Well, you know, two guys that, you know uh, – I mean, with with Baylor, you know, you got to go with Mike Singletary, man. I, mm-hmm. you know, I uh, played linebacker and safety in high school, and man, just you know, always thought that he was, uh, you know, a tough guy. Played football the way you're supposed to play it, and got on the other side that was a lot like that, but a totally different, uh, you know, position is Billy Joe Tolliver. I mean, two guys that you know, they <laughs> they they're just tough, man. I mean, um, and getting to know. Uh, Billy Joe, I mean, he's exactly who I thought he was going to be. You know, just a really tough guy that that loved the Red Raiders and is really passionate about his school. And I think uh, Mike Singletary is the same way. Well, Billy Joe Tolliver with that red hair, is he still a yeah. big dude? I kind of remember him being a big old tall, uh, just a huge – as a kid, I thought he was just a – he had to be just Me the too. biggest guy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Is uh, does Baron Morton remind you any of Billy Joe Tolliver? Is there anything to to his game, and and that's who's been quarterbacking for you these last couple of games, and obviously has done some really good things for you. Does the and I was reading how fast uh, your offense coordinator says the ball comes out of his hand. How what is uh, does that bring back any memories of of Billy Joe and some of those uh, Texas Tech greats when you see Baron out there? Well, um, they're both gunslingers, you know. I mean, they really are. I mean, they get the ball out quick. They, uh, you know, have big arms, um, you know, and I, I do. I do think that, that they're a lot alike, you know, just real tough guys that that love to play football, you know, and those are guys that you love to coach. I'm I'm lucky that my, my quarterback room, I've got three of them like that. They just, man, they get along and they, they love playing football, and, and uh, it's good to have all three of them healthy going into this game. What have you learned about him in particularly 
these last couple of games where he's been involved in getting to lead the team. Uh, you probably had a good feel for what he would be like, and you've seen, you know, he played a little bit last year, but what uh, what has stood out to you uh, as far as how the team has responded to him and how he's commanded the uh, commanded the huddle? And, and obviously not just two games. He's been involved in several games this year. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think uh, the moment has been too big. You know, I watched him last year against Oklahoma State, and I did feel that way. You know, I felt like that, you know, it was uh, – I mean, they were really good, of course, and had a great defense, but I thought it was just um, things were, were moving too fast for him uh, at that point. You know, I think through the spring and, and camp and, and getting in the games this year, stuff has slowed down for him um, to where he can see what he needs to see. And, um, you know, I'll tell you the craziest thing whenever I was trying to name a quarterback is you usually can get a feel from your team on who they're going to play behind, you know, and who they kind of want to be the, the guy. And uh, whenever we named Tyler, yeah, I couldn't get a feel. I mean, the, the, the team loves all three of them. I think they've played really hard, um, you know, for all three of them. And um, so that was really tough because that, that room, you know, they're well-liked. I mean, two of the three are team captains. And so um, I didn't get any help from the team of, of naming a quarterback. <laughs> Joy McGuire joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Joy, this would be a good time for you to go ahead and announce your starting quarterback for Saturday night uh, if you're kind of leaning a direction. Now, you left it open and said, hey, you, you're all three may play. Now, I've heard you say that earlier this season, and I think I think you have gotten some different guys involved, but uh, are you are you leaning one way? Or are you truly kind of open minded as you as you get close, you know, closer to Saturday night? No, I mean I think we're pretty open minded because the tough thing is the guy that won the job out of camp got hurt. You know, it wasn't like that he was playing bad and and um, and, and lost the job. I mean, he he wasn't our starting quarterback because he got hurt, and so that's always tough. You know how you handle that, um, and, and so these guys they can't. You know, today was our first day. Sunday is a more of a walkthrough corrections. Um, you know, they run around. You know, to get a good sweat. But today's like our first real day, and um, you know, all three of them t- took snaps uh, with both groups. And you know, you just I think it's uh, it's big to you know see who's going to give you the best chance to win the game, and that's who will go out there. But I will, you'll see all three of them in the game. I mean, unless something crazy happens to where somebody gets hurt before then and we don't hit our quarterback, so that shouldn't happen, um, you know, that you're going you're gonna to see all three of them in the game. Keeping the Bears uh, guessing a little bit. I like it. Uh, Blake Shapin, you saw a front-row view of him and, and kind of his development in that first competition he had with Gary um, what did you learn about Blake, and then what's showing up when you watch him on film, you know, as the start of this season? Well, I love Blake. You know, my son Garrett was his uh, was his, uh, hosted him as whenever we were recruiting him. Um, so you know, those guys are close, and um, you know, he, he's he's one of those guys. He plays. I mean, he was recruited and was going to play baseball and football, and so he could throw the ball at different arm angles. Um, he's a fierce competitor i mean i that's one thing i loved about him you know when we were recruiting him and then um you know seeing him up close i mean he just he competes his tell off uh he's got a great feel for the game he's kind of got a swagger that you like to have from your quarterback and you know 
that, that's what he's done this year. I mean, he's, uh, you know, you, you can't tell me that they're, they don't be West Virginia if he doesn't get hurt. I mean, I, there's no way the guy was having a career night. Um, you know, he was throwing the ball all over the place and not to take anything away from drones. Cause man, I thought he did a great job coming in, but you know, um, Blake got, I'm sure every rep with the first team. And I think if, if he's healthy, um, you know, they win that game. And so, you know, record's probably different than what it is um, if he was healthy. How is Garrett, by the way? He's seeing up close how tough this coaching yeah. business can be, isn't he? Uh, is, he uh, is he hanging in there and, and, uh, and, and loving the business? He is. You know, they got a win the other day against uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I talked to him last night whenever I was going home and asked him how he was doing. He said, Dad, you know, the office is always different whenever you win. You know, and so um, he's hanging there. He, you know, uh, Coach Wilkes, the interim, has been a head coach before, and he feels like he's learning. Um, you know, there's always – every head coach is different in the styles that they have, and so it gives him another opportunity to learn. You know, the, this is what he wants to do. I mean, he's a coach and um, wants to make a career of it, so he's got to look at it that way. I mean, he was hurt, you know, because he loves Coach Rule, but he just looks at it as a great opportunity to learn from somebody else. Is is Matt? Gonna, about oh yeah, yeah. That. He's he's awesome, and and he's got a great career ahead of him. And I know he loves Matt, but he's got to keep it to the grindstone. Speaking of Matt, I saw where you said he was going to maybe be at one of your uh, home games coming up. That's going to be very interesting if he shows up at the Baylor Tech game. I we'd, I'd be really watching what kind of color he has on and all of that. Is uh, uh, have we narrowed it down yet? Which game he might uh, attend, or is that still up in the air? Yeah, it's still up in the air. You know, and the later it goes in the week, I imagine it's going to be either Kansas or uh, Oklahoma. But mm-hmm. you know, whenever I talk to him, uh, I mean, we text all the time. But whenever I talk to him uh, the day after everything happened, you know, he said he goes, "Hey, man, I'm gonna come see you." You know, and he'd come out here during the spring and. Um, we had a coach's clinic and he spoke and then he watched our practice and gave me a bunch of notes on, you know, what, how we could, you know, be more efficient in practice and get better. And so, you know, I, I'd love to have him back out here again, you know, and watch us play. And, um, you know, I always, always uh, appreciate, you know, what he says and, and, uh, you know, how he can help us be better at Texas tech. But, you know, it'll be interesting as the week goes, you know, if, it, if it's going to be this week or, or uh, a couple weeks from now. Okay. Tell him he can start sending you notes now. He doesn't have to wait till he's <laughs> in town. <laughs> I don't want him to give you too many good notes, you know, going into this Baylor game. But uh, no, now do you – It's going to be a good one, man. <laughs> do you ever think about, like, if he hadn't have called and you hadn't taken that job, like, what do you, what do you think you'd be doing right now? Because that was obviously a – a huge uh, moment in your career. You had this incredible high school career going. Uh, have you have you thought about where you might be if if you hadn't have gotten that call? Because I mean, you, you know, obviously could have had some other college jobs. Yeah, you know, I think I'd still be in college, but I don't think I'd be the head coach of Texas Tech. You know, I mean, I think going to Baylor um, at the time that I went to Baylor, there was so much to learn. Um, and, and, you know, with both Coach uh, Rule and Coach Aranda, there was so much to learn, you know, because you had a change of styles. You had a, a change of, you know, um, philosophy, not necessarily how you play the game, because they're both, when it comes to how you play the game, 
they're both a lot alike, but just the philosophy of, you know, um, different team meetings and different things like that. I mean, I don't think I would be sitting here if I hadn't gone to Baylor and worked for those two guys. You know, I think the thing that I learned from Coach Rule was such a, a roster management and, um, you know, just different things like that. And then Coach Aranda, I mean, you had a change and, and uh, seeing how you um, kind of uh, come in and you have a different coach. It was almost like, uh, giving me a front row seat to how to, uh, again, start a, a team in a different way. And so I use both of those guys. I'm telling you, I use both of those guys and, and what I learned from them every single day, you know, because uh, I, I think both of them are, are great at what they do. They're elite coaches. Uh, they both have built teams, um, you know, and, and turned programs around and, and so uh, I was really lucky. I, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I wasn't at Baylor and working for those guys. So are you trying to actually get to 100 plays, uh, offensive plays in this game Saturday night? Did I read where you said that? I mean, it's, it's, uh, this is going to be very contrasting styles. Baylor, who likes to slow it down, and I, it almost is kind of like you're, you're trying to set records. And, and Morton, if you're playing Barron, he seems to love that style, getting up, playing that high tempo, not letting the defense really have time to get set. Is that just something that is continuing to kind of grow on you? Um, I mean, you've done it in the past, but is it, is it even more so now? Yeah, it is. I mean, if we can get to 100 plays, it would be the fourth time um, this year that we've been – uh, 100 plays or more, you know, and, and a lot of it is, um, you know, the style, that style helps our quarterbacks. Uh, they're they're good at that. They do a good job of getting the ball out, the tempo, and then, um, you know, it, I think it helps our offensive line. We're young in the offensive line. I mean, we have one guy that's, uh, um, he still has a year left with uh, Weston Wright, but, um, you know, he's the old guy. Everybody else is either a red shirt sophomore or, or uh, a red shirt um, freshman and so we're, we're pretty dang young so it helps those young guys I mean if we can go fast and and uh, hopefully tempo some guys to um, give give uh, our guys a chance to block uh, some guys that are tired versus fresh it, it definitely helps uh, at the pace of play and helps us win the game Talking to Joy McGuire, head coach at Texas Tech. What about this uh, fourth down thing? I mean, you are first in the country, I think, at 20 times. Baylor's second at 16. I mean, there won't be a lot of punting probably on Saturday night out in Lubbock. How much of that, Joey, is is trusting in the analytics and what the book is telling you? And how much of that is sort of instilling an attitude in your team? Hey, we, we, I, we believe in you. This is kind of how we operate because uh, I, I would imagine there's somewhat of a balance there. There is. I mean, I think you have to do both, you know, and, and uh, like, you know, whenever I told you, I learned so much from Coach Aranda. I mean, I saw in 2020, I mean, if you go back and look at that season and, and um, you know, the different decisions made uh, versus 2021, um, I think there was a point, and I could be totally wrong about this number, but I, I think last year, uh, you know, we gave up, some something like 17 to 27 points off of not where we didn't make the fourth down and we gained 86 points. I Man, I don't know exactly, wow. but it was a huge number like that. And so I definitely, you know, at the end of the day, when you come to philosophy of how you play the game, you got to have an identity. 
Uh, you can't be that guy that goes out there and guesses. And, you know, and different people in our uh, league definitely have a, a true identity. Um, you know, if you go to Coach Gundy, who's the most successful head coach in our league and has won the most games, and he's, uh, you know, old school of where he's going to punt, where he's going to kick a field goal. And then if you turn around and the Big 12 champs from last year, um, they're definitely going to have a magic number that, that this says it's a go. And if they hit that number, then they're going for it. You know, and I, at the end of the day, it just gives you – it's a philosophy, you know, and, and it, it gives your kids understand that. And then you breathe confidence in them. I mean – I remember last year, both offense and defense was confident that if we're going to get it, and if we didn't get it, they were going to go out and play. And, you know, this year, I think our guys are doing the same thing. I, our number before last week, I don't know our number last week, but our number before last week on missed fourth downs, we'd given up 20 points. On made fourth downs, we had scored 58 more points. And that's the reason we beat Texas because we were mm-hmm. six of eight, you know, in that game. And so, at the end of the day, it's it's whatever philosophy you want to go with, but it definitely is an identity and it's not a guess um, in whichever way you're going to go. And it was great to be on the staff last year to see that in action and, and see how Coach Aranda used that. Yeah, I, I, we need to call that and brand that. Don't you need to kind of be like fourth down you? <laughs> uh, you had to take three that you brought with you yeah. to uh, – to Waco, the take three, and that was about getting those takeaways, getting those three takeaways. Has that caught on in Lubbock? Was is Deruder, uh Has he embraced that? Did the take three? Yeah, we have. You know, last week was the first time we've done it, so it's been it's taken a while to to make it happen in the game. You know, we haven't done uh, going in the last two weeks. We've done much better protecting the football and, and taking the football, but we had four. We created four turnovers last week and. You know, that really helped uh, the momentum and the guys, you know, saw what it does to a game whenever you do that. And so, you know, that was a big part of last week. And, you know, we've got to see if we can do it again. I mean, I think both teams, whenever you look at it, both teams are a minus three for the year in turnover margin. And you never want to be on that side. You know, you don't want, of course, you want to be zero or plus, you know, and the more plus you have, the uh, probably better record you're definitely going to have. And so, um, I think it's an emphasis in this game for both teams, you know, to, to protect the football. All right, and you recruited about 95% of this Baylor roster. I heard you talking about that the other day. Is How much of that can be kind of an advantage for you in game prep? You've got those 10 staffers that have spent time at Baylor. Um, both staffs know each other really well. But having recruited a lot of these Baylor players and, and invested so much in them, uh, does that does that serve it as advantage uh, to you this week? Yeah, just um, I mean those guys, man, they they continue to grow and get better. I mean, I think Baylor has a great coaching staff, and uh, they do such a good job of um, you know teaching the fundamentals and and you know those guys playing better and better. And I mean, it definitely does from the standpoint of knowing the guys, knowing their temperament, you know, knowing who they are. Um, you know, but it, it, I, I learned this from Coach Aranda, too. You know, every Sunday you have a different team, you know, and whether it's you're getting a guy back from injury or you lost a guy or you didn't play as well as you wanted to. And, you know, no matter – you don't know what's going on at home. And so, I, I mean, I know we're going to get their best game. They are a, 
they are an old veteran group. I mean, they are they are. If you look, I think I read a stat that their offensive line is the second most experienced offensive line in the country. Um, you know, the defensive line is the same way. The linebackers are the same way. I, mean, I know they have youth in some different positions, but man, they've got a bunch of guys that have played a lot of football, and um, you know they they're a really good football team. And like I told my team on Sunday, you know this is the Big 12 champion until somebody takes the trophy from them. You know that's who they are, and you know it gives us an opportunity to to play uh, you know the team that won it all last year. All right. Lastly, Lubbock Media are they nicer than us? About the same? <laughs> I mean, have you found in, anyone like me out there? What's the uh, how's the media treating you? They're they're pretty awesome. They they really are. But you know, I've I've known you and and Smoke a little bit longer. You know, just being in the Metroplex and everything. But man, they're awesome. You know, and <laughs> Dowdy takes care of me. Um, he, he, you know, he's really the guy that just comes in and. Whatever he tells me to do, that's what I do, you know, and try to get the double T out as, as many places as we can. Um, you know, and I, I appreciate you having me on. I, you know, I have yeah. a, I spent five years in that area and five, five years at Baylor, and I've got a lot of great friends on that staff. And, and uh, you know, again, they gave me such a great opportunity. And then it's going to be really interesting looking across. You know, I wasn't there at the game last year, but looking across at kids that, man, I, you know, I absolutely love. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Connor Galvin and I have got some great stories. I was telling one today to one of our trainers. I mean, he probably took one of the best butt chewings I've ever given um, at his freshman year at OU, <laughs> um, you know, and, and just uh, responded. The next play responded in a great way, but, um, you know, some really, really good guys, you know, in the that outside linebacker group, you know, that was my group last year. And we spent a lot of time in those meeting rooms uh, learning football, but also laughing a lot about different things. And so it, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be, it's, but it's going to be different too. It's going to be weird looking across the, um, you know, the stadium and seeing those guys. All right. Well, you did recruit a lot of them. Thank you, by the way, for whatever hand you had in getting Richard Reese to, to uh, campus. <laughs> he's been, man, he's he's been awesome. Good, he? yeah. <laughs> and he's a he's Great a bassist. Kid. Yeah, well, he I'm plays the you, just a phenomenal yeah. kid. Two of the best parents I've ever been around. Um, I'm telling you, just a class act all the way through. And you know, Juice did a, a great job of of uh, you know recruiting him. And and uh, yeah, I'll tell you, he's a good, really good kid. Doesn't surprise me what he's doing at all because that's what he did in high school. And usually, you know, what you do at that level um, probably surprised me a little bit because he's a freshman. But, man, he was doing that in those games and that one cut and bursting and really good football player. All right. Well, I'll let you get back to it and uh, look forward to, boy, Saturday night. It's going to be so much fun. The Bears back out in Lubbock. Bears have not won there since I we, we were in high school, Joey. We were still we were still in high school the last time the Bears went out there and won, which is nineteen ninety. And I know you want to keep it going that way. Thank yeah, you so do. much, and uh, tell yeah. Matt I appreciate it too. And I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. You bet. You bet. There he goes, Joey McGuire, head football coach at Texas Tech. He used to be with us. He's gone out there and he's fallen in love with the. Lubbock Media, good folks, though, Don, the rest of them. But uh, we uh, we uh, miss Joey, but, uh, boy, everybody's going to line up and get it going Saturday night as the two teams get together in Lubbock, Texas, 
And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Got a couple of things to catch you up on NFL-wise. We'll do it next. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash texasortho. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port-in. See store for details. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. On is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. 20 minutes there with Joey McGuire, and uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun and a lot of interesting stuff from Joey, bringing up Billy Joe Tolliver. It's funny, when I think of Baron Morton, and I, I, I'm anxious to watch him play uh, because I, I've seen him play a little bit, but I haven't really focused all the way through a game yet. And I, he, he kind of has that gunslinger type mentality he moves around fine I think he's a functional athlete but he's really a guy ball comes out fast I think he reminds you more Billy Joe was just a big old huge guy that could step back there and he was like a tank and 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 had a huge arm and could throw it down the field this will be more like uh Barron is a little bit stockier I think than like Graham Harrell or somebody like that but I'm just thinking back, you know, everybody now wants to compare people to Mahomes. Mahomes is a different animal. Mahomes is every arm angle in the world, incredible athlete. Baron Morton isn't close to that type of athleticism. Not many people are. But he does have a lot of arm talent and can do all the different angles. So in that way, there's a few Mahomes-like things that he has. But I would say more like... I'm trying to think what Cliff looked like when he played there, what Kingsbury looked like. But I'm thinking more like uh, Graham Harrell, who got the ball out fast, made some great throws. Um, yeah, I, I I would think that's more like who he might be. But Baron Morton can really do it. Now, again, he reiterated with us he's going to play all three quarterbacks. Now, is he playing is, – is he doing the whole gamesmanship deal? Maybe a little bit. He might work some guys in. There may be a package. Donovan uh, Smith's good runner, uh, really good athlete. Um, Shuck does some very good things. Shuck lost the job from getting hurt. So I know what he's saying. He, you know, the old adage, can you, do you lose the starting job because of an injury? Well, some people say, no, you shouldn't. But if Baron Morton's playing and throwing the ball as well as he has, I mean, yes, Shuck won the job to begin the season. But Morton's not the same guy that he was last year, even early this season. He's a more seasoned guy now. So now they may have a, you know, a fairly clo- uh, quick hook. You know, if he throws a couple of picks or makes a turnover or is in a bad rhythm, I could see that. But I think Baron Morton gets the start. I'd be really shocked if Tyler Shuck or Donovan. Uh, get going. Now, Donovan's a battler. I, I do like him a lot, there, and there are some things he does well. Uh, he is he a little bit better athlete than Baron Morton? I think so. Um, is he a more seasoned guy? Yeah, yeah. In fact, he he gave the Bears fits last year in that game in Waco. He he. I thought he played really well, and and really they almost beat Baylor. They were kicking a field goal late that Jonathan Garibay, they had a really good kicker. I don't think he'd missed a kick all season. 
and they were trying a long field goals, about 53 yards, uh, and I think it was kind of against the wind maybe, and he just missed that one. Bears hold on to win that one, 27-24. is a big win because that was, uh, I think that was a Shapen game. That Shapen had had to come into the K-State game, and then he played uh, uh, for Tech in that game. So uh, that's really cool. Uh, Joey, just um, from my years in Dallas, knowing how great he was at Cedar Hill, and so we kind of knew of each other. And then when he got to Baylor in 2017 with Rule, um, or whatever year that would have been, we you know we just really hit it off, and, and a good dude, and and so excited for him. And uh, I'm kind of like Aranda, you know, I I want him to do really well, except for when they play the Bears. And I I kind of I didn't ask this question, but I kind of wondered. He he's got so many former Baylor staffers, and he took some really good guys with him. He's got Quentin. Jordan's kind of a director of player personnel or scouting type guy. Nance used to play for Baylor, big defensive lineman. Nance does a good job in kind of their scouting department. He took the player performance uh, guy from Baylor. That's that's really good. And I I think if I had had a chance to talk to Aranda this week, I would have asked him, hey, at some point were you like, okay, Joey, you know, you've taken enough guys. I said Quentin Jordan, didn't I? I meant uh, the one other guy I was thinking about was James Blanchard. James Blanchard did a really good job recruiting for Baylor and, and identifying the type of players that Baylor needed to go after. And I, I Blanchard's out there in Lubbock with Joey now. So uh, some really good staffers that he had. And then uh, um, his son, what we were talking about, if I didn't make it clear, uh, Garrett McGuire has gone out to um, – went out with Matt Rule to the Panthers, and they had a big win this past week and won 21-3 over Tom Brady. But, of course, that's always tough when you follow Matt Rule somewhere and then Matt Rule gets fired and and, uh, and Matt Rule has a, you know, played a big role in, in uh, Joey's career and his son's career. So that's kind of what we were talking about there. All right, let's, uh, let's, do, a little, let's do a little campus confidential. We'll look around uh, college football and college athletics in general and react to some things. Let's do it next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The defense records five takeaways in their 24-6 home win over the Lions. You'll hear from Trayvon Diggs, who had one of the interceptions, right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. 
The Cowboys got the home win over the Lions yesterday, 24-6, but the score's misleading. The Dallas offense struggled, managing only three first-half points, but the defense recorded five takeaways in the second half, setting up two Zeke Elliott touchdown runs and a Dak Prescott touchdown pass to tight end Peyton Hendershot. It was Trayvon Diggs who got the takeaway party started early in the third quarter with a key interception. I feel like it was one of those moments. I feel like we could have, you know, stepped on the gas a little bit more in the first half. But, you know, we did it. We got it done. Dallas also forced a fumble at the one-yard line, denying the Lions a chance to take the lead early in the fourth quarter. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello. This is your Republican Congressman, Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntechsportsfan.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley. We're doing it a little bit later than usual, but we had a uh, had a special guest today in uh, Joy McGuire from Texas Tech, so we had to kind of change things up. And uh, when Joey tells you what time he can come on, you just kind of make room for him. And I love the live interview. Now, occasionally... To peel back the curtain, Aaron and I'll tape something, you know, prior, and we'll use it. And that's fine too. But I love the live. It's just kind of—I don't know. There's just something about it that I really enjoy. Live radio. It's why I have done it all these years. All right, Aaron. Um, we've got a lot going on in college athletics, college football in particular. What is on your mind today as we uh, as we uh, kind of start to push toward a big? game out there in Lubbock, Texas. The news just continues to get worse for Texas A&M football, already in the middle of a three-game losing streak. And he yes, says gleefully. I did not. Well, maybe. All right. After already in the middle of a three-game losing streak, head coach Jimbo Fisher announced yesterday that the Aggies had lost three offensive linemen to injuries for the season, and now today comes news that three players, all true freshmen, True freshmen from last year's number one overall recruiting class have been indefinitely suspended. TexAgs.com first reported the suspensions, which sources told ESPN stemmed from a post-game locker room incident. The suspended players are defensive back Devin Harris, receiver Chris Marshall, and offensive lineman P.J. Williams. This is the second time this season that Texas A&M has handed down members has handed down suspension to members of their highly touted recruiting class. Uh, receiver Evan Stewart and defensive back Dion 
Bouye also, along with Marshall and Harris, were suspended for the Miami game for what was reported at the time to be curfew violations. So the bad news just continues to pile up for the Aggies. Yeah, uh, and we got a ton of Aggies. I want to be, I want to honor our Aggies out there because we got uh, a whole lot of Aggie listeners. And I know y'all are frustrated with Jimbo. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. The buyout's like 80-something million, 70 million, whatever it is. You're not, you're not going to move on and get a new head coach. So we got to try to make the best of this. And this is part of what can happen. And I don't think this is just an A&M thing. But, you know, they've been accused of buying certain classes in the 2000-whatever class was the enormous. Or was it 2022 or 23? I mean, all these classes are the greatest ever. 2022 had all these five stars. Just listening to you, Aaron, I, I thought of, uh, you said Marshall. You said Stewart's name. These are great, great players. Marshall actually played some in that game last week. And I think these are, from what I can understand, repeated violations. And then some of this is public record. I one, a couple of these, one of these players was involved in some kind of driving around in a, in a student parking lot at excessive speeds a couple of weeks ago. And, and that's just scary. And it's just stupid. Okay? You're driving 55 miles per hour in a parking garage. Don't be an idiot with people walking around and trying to get back to their cars. I mean, if you're going to be an idiot, do it on your own time. Don't in, don't threaten other people. And um, and and so Ags have assembled some incredible players, incredible talents. But I mean, it's part of what we've talked about. It's part of why I kind of admire what Tech and SMU and some others have done in saying, you know what, we're going to embrace all this player empowerment and players getting money. But, but what we're going to do is kind of give everybody a baseline. We're going to give everybody on the team $35,000. You know what? That's great. Golly, Aaron, think if when we were in school, I said, hey, guys, we're going to give you thirty-five k this year. Oh, man, sign me up on top of free tuition and board and all that. And, and then these Aggies, the reports, of course, are that they're getting these enormous NIL deals. And there have been reports of what that class cost them. Okay, I mean, we're shocked that you give uh, 18-year-olds an enormous amount of money that they're maybe not going to make the greatest decisions ever. So, I, I, I don't know. A&M, it's not just an A&M issue. It's happening at schools across the country. Now, other schools seem to be handling it better. But what happens is when you start losing... And then you have to, you know, have all these suspensions. And since the start of the year, they've had like four of their starting linemen are out. And they're having to decide, okay, who do we put back here at quarterback? Do you want to put the freshman Wegman and, and put him behind and get his head knocked off by these linemen that aren't, aren't really ready for prime time? I think the answer probably is, yeah, yeah, you should at least get him Get him ready because the thought is he's going to be the quarterback of the future. And in a year that is blowing up on the Aggies, you at least want to kind of sell hope to your fan base. 
And I think getting Wegman involved would be a good way to do that. The AP preseason All-American teams have been released. The men was released yesterday, the women today. The men's team, the men's team includes last year's Consensus Player of the Year, Kentucky center Oscar Tashibwe, along with Gonzaga forward Drew Timmy, North Carolina forward Armando Baycott, Indiana forward Tracy Jackson Davis, and Houston guard Marcus Sasser. And if you're like me, you're probably wondering how many years has Drew Timmy been in college? Because I think we both graduated <laughs> high school the same year. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy went to Richardson Pierce, and it does seem like he's been in college a long time. And part of the reason is we were just talking about NIL. Mm-hmm. In, in college basketball, NIL's been a good thing. Uh, it, it, because some of the stars stick around. Shibwe, in in years past, would have had to go ahead and turn pro and start making the NBA money. Same thing with Timmy. There's no way you can stick around this long. But in both cases, when you can make half million to a million, which is about what you would make as a rookie in the NBA, and, and you get to stay in college and be around all your buddies, I mean, Shibwe was... Uh, was a, a, a young, great player for uh, Bob Huggins at West Virginia. Well, think about that. He got to go to Kentucky, not even that far away, and and make all this money. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Huggins is a great coach, but, boy, he continues to lose extremely talented players. One of those players is on the Baylor roster now in Jalen Bridges. And part of the reason these players do that, yeah, maybe with Shibwe. The NIL money was nice, and it's become attractive to him. I think in Bridges' case, you can't help but kind of watch and see some of these Baylor players that are getting picked in the lottery. Last night, Jeremy Sohan. Aaron, were you and I talking about this earlier today? Yes. Uh, the, the You know, he shows up for the Spurs, and <laughs> they beat the Grizzlies, and, and Jeremy in the first 15, 16 minutes of the game already had 14 points. Now, he's getting himself in a little bit of foul trouble, but he's finishing shots, getting steals. He kind of reminds people of Rodman because he likes to dye his hair. And so he's bringing back some fun memories for Spurs fans. This is a lot of yeah, – he, by the way, he's way more skilled on offense than Rodman was. But he does have some of that that uh, little bit of, uh, uh, you know, uh, edge to his game. That Rodman had, and uh, and that's a that's a that's a great compliment to uh, Soham because for all his craziness, Rodman helped teams win championships. Okay, ask the Bulls about it, <laughs> ask the Spurs. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have for us? The women's team consisted of two repeats from last year. Last year's unanimous. Player of the Year, Alia Boston from South Carolina and Caitlin Clark from Iowa were joined on the AP preseason first team by Haley Jones of Stanford, Ashley Jones of Iowa State, Elizabeth Kitley of Virginia Tech, and Anisha Morrow of DePaul on the preseason women's All-American team. Did you know some of those players? Did, uh, did we watch the Boston? I think we watched her mm-hmm. a little bit last year. And uh, now... I'm really interested to see these two Baylor transfers. And, of course, Bickle is is a great glue player. She'll do a lot of great things for the Bears. Sarah Andrews can really fill it up, and, and, I, and I can't wait to what, kind of watch her command the team. And she's going to have 
some great opportunities there. And then Asbury's a great three-point shooter. But, boy, Edwards and Blackwell, the uh, two new Baylor players, I both of those players, if everything goes okay, could be up for those kind of All-American-type honors. Now, Kentucky had another player that was known as one of the best players in the country last year, but it was Blackwell who hit some of the biggest shots of the season for Kentucky. In fact, I want to say it was uh, – it was uh, – no, wait. Kentucky's Edwards. Sorry. Asia Blackwell is uh, Missouri. Sorry. Uh, Drayna Dren- uh, Edwards is Kentucky. And she hit that huge shot to take down South Carolina last year. So, anyway, I'm really excited. I've, I've enjoyed kind of getting to visit a little bit back and forth with uh, Shelby Hield who will be taking over as the SID for women's basketball. So we'll uh, continue to uh, provide a lot of that coverage. And hopefully, uh, Aaron, I'm hoping that uh, uh, Nikki Collin returns for year two of the Nikki Collin, her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley show. I, I have extended that, and we will see. She's got a lot on her mind. She's got a lot of things to do. Oh, Aaron, by the way, we probably at some point should mention what the, the news with uh, Brittany Griner today, and that news came out earlier today that, uh, boy, not good news, and you never are going to get great news from the Russian courts. But even given the time already served, uh, they her appeal uh, has been denied, and it looks like she could end up serving eight years of jail time. Now, that'll turn up the pressure even more on trying to get some kind of diplomatic you know, um, you know. At one point, the the uh, uh, President Biden and, and and his folks had put some kind of swap in place, and they were going to give them a Russian's arm dealer for uh, Brittany Griner, and I think it, I think his name is Paul Whalen. So anyway, need to uh, our our continued prayers go out to Brittany, and I you know this is no time to sit around on that deal. Anything we can do, anything we can say, uh, you know, the Russians uh, just continue uh, to use that almost kind of like, I think, rubbing it in the Americans' faces. Like, we've got a well-known athlete, and there's really nothing you can do about that. But she has family and people that love her back home, and uh, she's part of our Baylor family. And let's make it very, very clear. We, uh, we need uh, Brittany Griner to come home, and we need to do everything we can as a country to make that happen. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Wanted, I want you to hear some of what Mac Rhodes had to say to us the other day. We'll let you hear from Mac Rhodes. We'll do that next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we are less than two weeks away from the start of the Baylor basketball seasons for the men and the women. Today, we'll hear from men's head coach Scott Drew on preseason All-Big 12 guard Adam Flagler. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel. Luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus around view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. This is Walter Abercrombie, Executive Director of the Baylor Bee Association with a special invitation to join us November the 18th for our 2022 Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Induction Banquet. This year's class includes Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Robert Griffin III and Dope Field from Baylor football, Jeremy Alcorn from men's golf, Taylor Barnes Fallon from volleyball, men's basketball standout Tweety Carter, baseball's Josh Ludi, and Gary Kafer and Quentin Eichelhart Summers from track and field. Also recognized will be former Letterman and decorated Air Force pilots Colonel Tyree Newton and the late Colonel Wilbur Mahaffey as the latest additions to the Bee Association's Wall of Honor. The induction banquet will be held November the 18th at the Cashin Building on the Baylor campus. For tickets or table sponsorships, contact Tammy Harden at 254-710-3045 or email her at Tammy underscore Harden at Baylor.edu. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. The start of the college basketball season now less than two weeks away. The Baylor men and women open November 7th in the Farrell Center. The women have an exhibition game Thursday, November 3rd against Southwest Baptist, 7 p.m. in the Farrell Center. For the Bears, pick to win the Big 12 in the preseason poll. Pick number five nationally in the preseason associated press poll. They also have first team all Big 12 guard Adam Flagler. Coach Scott Drew asked how he has improved over the offseason. Well, Adam, Adam's somebody that uh, uh, we all know he's a great shooter, scorer, but uh, um, he's going to have an opportunity to show that he can run a team. And uh, uh, we've, we've always had, uh, in, in the last few years, multiple guys that play the point, and uh, that's been effective for us. And so he can play on and off the ball, but he, he really takes care of the ball, and he really uh, uh, does a great job pitching ahead. So in transition, um, he, he doesn't over-dribble. He doesn't hold it. Um, so guys like playing with someone that uh, moves the ball like he does. And coaches like a guy that not only moves it but takes care of it. So he's done both so far. Scott Drew and the Bears opening the new season Monday, November 7th at home against Mississippi Valley State. Season tickets for Baylor men's and women's basketball available now at BaylorBears.com slash tickets or you can call 254-710-1000. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. 
Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food, waiting on customers so at the end of the day when it's closing time we can say well done bush's chicken simply the best driving across texas get comfortable there's nearly 300,000 square miles to explore in a state this big you need auto coverage from someone who knows it all texas farm bureau insurance for coverage that's right for you where you drive in every moment of every mile Call Stephen Owens today at 254-399-8010 to see if you qualify to save up to 40% on your auto insurance. Stephen is a proud member of the 1992 Valley Mills Eagles High School State Championship Baseball Team. Discounts may vary by situation. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Chicago's three interception led the Bears over the Patriots 33-14 on Monday Night Football. Indianapolis Colts are promoting former Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger to starting quarterback for Sunday's game against the Commanders with Matt Ryan out for the season. Texas A&M has lost three of its offensive linemen for the season. Dallas Stars lost to Ottawa last night 4-2. Stars with a back-to-back tonight in Boston. Puck drops at 6 o'clock. 
Dallas Mavericks are at New Orleans tonight. Tip is at 6.30. UMHB's Jerry Day has been named the ASC Offensive Player of the Week after catching seven passes for 150 yards and two touchdowns against Sol Ross. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon Show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show. Come on, come on. Uh, on a uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, beautiful. Man, love this weather. Little, uh, boy, everybody. Here and where I was this morning, I saw people. They just jumped right into the winter coats. I mean, can we just? It's just like 54. It's, we don't have to go that crazy. You know, it's a shacket. To me, it's shacket weather. Kind of a half shirt, half jacket. It's called a shacket. I put that on. Uh, Matt Lively's a big fan of the jacket. And uh, the young man over at Channel 6 seems to kind of uh, pattern some of his wardrobe choices after me. And, and I, I, I take uh, – I'm flattered by that, Aaron, that a, a guy on, on TV would, uh, would really try to emulate a guy that's on the radio. I don't know if that's a good idea by him, though. Uh, okay, I want to play a little bit of this. This was interesting the other day because we had Mac Rhodes on. Uh, Baylor's director of athletics, and the bear. It looked like uh, it looks like Brett Yormark, the uh, new commissioner, has indicated that it's getting very close on a big TV deal with ESPN and Fox. Like it could happen in the next week or two. And uh, I brought that up with Mac Rhodes, and here's what he had to say: We're really optimistic. And, uh, and again, I think Commissioner Yormark spoke, spoke to that. I, I think it says a lot, you know, Matt, that, you know, our two, our two TV partners, you know, they, they are, you know, uh, right now primary in terms of college football and, and, certainly, and certainly basketball, men's and, and, and women's basketball. But uh, I think it says a lot that uh, both partners wanted to, wanted to have conversation and engage in, in trying to extend our current deal, you know, uh, before we they they ever had to, and uh, and so the fact that they they both agreed and wanted to do that, and then you know they they have been very very intentional, and I think you know that the conversations uh, between you know between the Big Twelve and, and both of those those media partners have been very positive. They've been very meaningful. They've been very efficient. You know, not a not a lot of a lot of wasted time. And I think they've been very genuine and sincere. And, uh, you know, I think both ESPN and, and Fox, you know, really, really want to, to see a new deal get done or an extension, however you, however you, you, you look at it. And certainly we, we the, the Big 12, want, wants the same. And so uh, I, I think that's going to happen. And, you know, again, uh, like, like Commissioner Yolmark said, I think it's something that, that happens here, you know, sooner, sooner rather than later. And uh, I think it's you know going to be really really good for the for the 12. You know we'll we'll navigate the 14 until until the uh, the end of the 24-25 uh, academic year. But uh, I, I think the the Big 12 is really really well positioned when we think about the five Power Five conferences. When we think about you know the CFP and expansion, um, the the Big 12 is is going to, is going to be viable. And you know what? What I think I'm I'm most most proud of. I think Baylor has done its part and has has played a big role in that. 
I think the Bears have, and uh, Mac Rhodes talking about the, this new media rights deal, hopefully getting uh, done soon. And again, the uh, Texas and OU, um, they will be departing, and they can go make all their millions in the uh, SEC. And that'll be that SEC deal uh, is going to expire with CBS, and so the uh, SEC has an enormous deal that's going to be with ESPN and all of that, ABC. Uh, Now, ESPN, uh, you know, obviously uh, CBS and Fox uh, did an enormous deal with the Big Ten, and so that's going to be interesting to see how all this uh, plays out. But I think uh, think there's great interest in the Big 12. In fact, I saw some of those TV ratings, Aaron, and um, Kansas State TCU did extremely well. And uh, one of those other games over the weekend did uh, did really really well, but uh, that that game was on Fox Sports One, and those games don't always get the biggest ratings in the world. And quite honestly, it got an excellent rating. The uh, TCU Kansas State had uh, oh million one point five million to two million somewhere in there. Good good number, really good number uh, for that particular ball game. Okay, um, oh and that. ABC game between who was that? Aaron? Oh, Texas. Yeah, te- the uh, Texas getting beat by Oklahoma State did a real big number as well. All right, let's hear Mac Rhodes uh, when I ask him about where he is with college football expansion. Are we uh, getting closer? I still think we've got some time, and and I think that you know probably this this calendar year is is the timeline and. You know, um, obviously, you know, talking with, with Commissioner Yormark, I, I still think, you know, people remain positive that we can get something done for the last two years of the, the, the current agreement. Um, you know, there's, there's you know, issues of, of bowl games and, and how does that work out and play out in terms of, in terms of you know, the, the, the 12 teams and, and uh, you know, not, not the first round, but, but certainly the second round and then, you know, revenue distribution and so look they'll there there are a bunch of smart people in that that room and and uh i think you know they'll they'll find the the right landing landing spot and you know i i certainly still still anticipate you know the 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 12 game expansion you know happening the last two years where do you stand on those bowl games there's a movement to get these uh first couple of rounds on campus, even into the semifinals uh, of the playoff. Let's get those on campus. I, I guess there's reasons to go either way on that. How, As we kind of get closer to coming up with something, how do you kind of lean? Because obviously you've had some great experiences with bowl games, but you also know how fun it is to play those things on campus. There seems to be a movement among some presidents or commissioners to try to get this on uh, even more games on campus. How? Where do you kind of lean on that? Yeah, I, I I think that there's a sweet spot, and uh, and you know that's that doesn't mean to be the the political answer, but but I think you know having having first round games on on campus, you know I, I think that that creates great great excitement in terms of that that particular community but you know like we're doing now with with the existing you know playoff system i I think we've we've got to find a way to incorporate those those bowl games those 
you know, so to speak, as as we used to refer to them, the New Year's New Year's Six bowl games, and and um, and I think we need to do that, and uh, I think at the end of the day, we can we can do that. All right, uh, so seems to be a, a thought. There has been more movement lately to get out of the bowl business even more and get uh, the, the early games and even into the semifinals on the college campuses. I'm okay with that. I, I know the bowl executives and everybody hate that, but, of course, they make huge money off these bowl games so you can understand why they would fight against this like crazy. All right, also, lastly, with um, with uh, we had Mac Rhodes on Friday before homecoming. Um, we're asking him about the progress being made with the new Foster Pavilion and uh, the fact that uh, a uh, still frame is starting to go up, and so you're starting to see even more progress. You know, the first four months, just, you know, all of the, the foundational pilings that, that, that had to be drilled and poured and, um, certainly, you know, uh, a, a bunch of them and, uh, you know, finally getting past that, that phase. And then now starting, you know, had to, had to build the, uh, the crane that, uh, that will actually erect the, uh, the structural steel, but, uh, beginning that process, um, I think is significant. And I think, you know, the, the, the Baylor family will start to see, uh, just the shape of the, the pavilion and the development center come up with the structural steel. And so I think that that will be really, really, really cool. And, you know, right now still, still on track to, you know, play that, that first basketball game in, in January of, of 2024. And so certainly looking forward to that. And then uh, opening up the, uh, the, uh, the basketball development center, you know, a little bit later sometime in, in spring and, and summer of 2024. All right. That's going to be great. Spring, 2024 get some conference games going in the pavilion and so we are still on target for that so if you're that that would mean the men's and women's basketball programs would start the year probably with the non-conference schedule in the Farrell Center in November and December and then January of 2024 for the conference slate uh, as they start playing some conference games could occur in the uh, in Foster Pavilion, won't that be a celebration and lots of excitement attached to that? So we'll continue to monitor that. Aaron, I did um, about an hour ago as we were interviewing Texas Tech head coach Joey McGuire, Texas Tech football. Look at their Twitter handle, Aaron, because they it's got Halloween weekend in West Texas, and so they've got a Tech player kind of bowing up with a with a pumpkin with a scary looking jack-o-lantern on his head all right so well the the red raiders lean into night games and so the excitement continues to build as we move toward friday night's game 6 30 kickoff out in lubbock and you'll hear it all right here on espn central texas all right we got to say good night the dismount is next
recently on Game Time. As we welcome into the program from the Ranger radio team, Jared Sandler. It's always a, a great sign when you get the guy you want. That's, you know, what happened here. The Rangers targeted Bruce Bochy. I think fair to say the minute that they parted ways with Chris Woodward, Bruce Bochy was the, the apple in their eye. You know, after three years off, can he still manage at the same level he did? Well, that remains to be seen. But this is a pretty significant hire for the Rangers. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. It's fall, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Your home for the Waco Lions, ESPN Central Texas. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I pride home 292-8908. 
What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Chicago's three interception led the Bears over the Patriots 33-14 on Monday Night Football. Indianapolis Colts are promoting former Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger to starting quarterback for Sunday's game against the Commanders with Matt Ryan out for the season. Texas A&M has lost three of its offensive linemen for the season. Dallas Stars lost to Ottawa last night 4-2. Stars with a back-to-back tonight in Boston. Puck drops at 6 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks are at New Orleans tonight. Tip is at 6.30. UMHB's Jerry Day has been named the ASC Offensive Player of the Week after catching seven passes for 150 yards and two touchdowns against Sol Ross. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, we got to say goodnight. And I was just checking back. Baylor beat Texas Tech the last time in Lubbock. It was 1990 Bears. And uh, Aaron, do we have the uh, winner of today's Schmaltz trivia contest? I know you said we did earlier. The answer was, by the way, the Bears won 21 to 15, and uh, Baylor uh, was kind of started slow that year, about two and two. Ends up with a conference record in 1990 of five two and one. If I'm not mistaken, that one that tie would have been at Texas A&M. That's when a fan was mad at Grant and jumped out of the stands and tried to confront him uh, at Cowell Field. And that was when, uh, that was the year J.J. Joe started uh, taking over. And as a young high school lad, I was at that game at Texas A&M. Yep, that was 20-20, to the Texas A&M game. And then the Bears turned around and beat TCU, pretty good TCU team, 27-21. to And then just beat the dog out of Arkansas, beat Rice, and then lost to Texas. Um, 23 to 13 in the last game of that regular season. Texas, by that in 1990, was number six in the country, of all things. Uh, so uh, interesting things here. Baylor opened that year, by the way, uh, against Nebraska and uh, lost that game 
13 to nothing. That was still when they were stacked and that Osborne would have been there. All right, got to say good night. Appreciate everybody. Thank you, Joy McGuire. Thank you, Aaron Sexton. Thank you, Mac Rhodes. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's Jeffrey Jack of Big 12 Football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from